You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show, sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games and the letter E. Visit the Indie Game Development Podcast site at www.indiegamepod.com. Hello. Hi, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show today. With me is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is George Allen and I run Pi Games. Uh, it's been online for about three and a half years now. Uh, got a few games out. And uh, yeah, that's me. How did you get into games? Uh, well, it's um, when I first got my, my first computer, which was a, a VIC-20, playing games. And then from there, I got a Commodore 64, bought a book on machine code programming. And then, yeah, just kind of kept practicing while I was at school. Uh, then I got my first um, proper job uh, was for Gremlin Graphics down in Sheffield. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I kind of got into retail games. And how did you get into the indie game scene online? Uh, well, um, I, I worked in Australia for for a couple of years, and, and when we came back, I needed to to, to get a job, but there wasn't really any retail jobs around where we lived. Um, and, we, and it wasn't really good for us to move at that time. Um, so yeah, just kind of messing around online and I found the, what was then the dexterity forums. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, just kind of started reading all about what people were up to and thought I'd give it a go in my spare time. When you read those forums, were there any particular types of games that you wanted to do or were you going to do a puzzle game or were you thinking of doing a new type of game online? <laughs> Um, uh, not really. Um, I was, I was quite inspired by, you know, what was out there and I thought, well, you know, I, I could give this a go and, and do similar scaled games. And, you know, there's some success stories going around on the forums. It's quite, quite inspiring. Um, for the, for the games that I originally did, um, I think they're, they were kind of fairly original. Like one was a 3D game where you had to move a camera around. So oh, yeah. I probably went a bit too overboard and I'm not sure how easy they were to play. Um, but yeah, um, that, that's, that's what happened. After you were inspired by the Dexterity Forums, uh, what was your first game? Uh, the first game, well, I started working on two, um, just in my spare time. So that's Cubology and Circulate. And I'd kind of sort of work on one for, for a week or so and then the other. Um, so yeah, uh, Circulate was, uh, no, Cubology was the first one that got released. Uh, and, and that was closely followed by the second game, Circulate, which is the spinning around game. Okay, and and the first game, I mean, what was that? Is that also a spinning around game too? Uh, well, you did spin the camera around. It was a, it was a, a Tetris game, uh, but it was oh, okay. a 3D one. Yeah, so you got all these 3D cubes falling down, and you're constantly sort of rearranging them on the on the sort of game board. Um, and then it had a, a puzzle side as well where they had about 100 levels and, and you had to sort of move the blocks around to, to get rid of them. Uh, so, yeah, it was a bit sort of like Tetris crossed with Cubis, I guess. I, I sort of found Cubis later in the day when the game was nearly finished and originally the game was going to be called Cubic, but, yeah, I figured that was a bit too close to, to Cubis. When you were developing these games, um, there was a lot of talk on those forums about keeping things simple. Um, mm. Were you concerned that doing 3D stuff is going to going to um, alienate the audience? Yeah, at the time, I didn't really think about it. I, I sort of, you know, um, and I probably still do to some degree. I just kind of think of an idea and I think, oh, you know, that might work. And, and I quickly prot prototype it and then 
because I don't like throwing out work. I just it sort of tends to turn into a game. So unfortunately, I didn't give it that much thought uh, in the front. If I had, I, I might not have um, completed Cubology. I must admit, but I think I still would have gone ahead with Circulate, uh, even though it's a bit tricky to play. It's 2D in nature, and it's, it's probably a bit easier to pick up and play. Um, but yes, uh, Cubology is is a little bit tricky because you do need to move the the, the camera around with the right mouse button. And I'm sure that's a, a bit of a headache for, for a lot of players. Uh, I mean, I remember the first camera-based game, you know, where you had full control over this camera was probably uh, Mario World on the N64. And yeah, you know, it's, it probably took me a couple of weeks to get used to that mechanism. So I don't know what I was thinking, really. <laughs> when what, what is the process that you use to develop a game? You mentioned that you prototype something really quickly. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've got an engine, um, and, and I find it quite easy to, to prototype things fairly quickly. Uh, usually, you complete a, a prototype within like a week. Um, and I think out of all the prototypes I've done, there's probably only been two or three prototypes that I've just, I, I haven't felt like it was going to go anywhere. And the others just been lucky enough that, you know, I'm enjoying it enough to, to, to basically keep wanting to develop it further. Um, and then from that point, I, I, I kind of do a little bit of design as I go. I try, I try to sort of just write a quick list of all the ideas that I want to get into the game initially, and they, they tend to sort of change as, as time goes by. Um, each game usually takes between three and five or six months to finish. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're fairly quick turnaround. So, um, do you do uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, do you do any extensive testing? Uh, yeah, towards the end, I do uh, play the games more and more, uh, play each level through, you know, make sure each level's completed uh, and completable, I should say. And then I open it up to uh, what I call an open beta. So basically, I just release, release the game on PyI and, um, you know, sort of see what feedback comes through. And then, you know, if it's all good and there's not too many uh, bugs coming through and I've had a chance to, you know, not play the game for a week or so and then give it a good play. Uh, then I'll then I'll uh, submit it to the download sites and um, and uh, the portals. Once you finished your second game, um, did you go about doing anything different, or were you going to work on your third game, or, or how did that? Like, what were you thinking at that point? Uh, well, again, I was I was just kind of thinking, um, join doing games, so uh, you know, come up with a couple of ideas and and, and start doing those those ideas so again i didn't really sit down and you know really play a lot of the games that were out there and see what was successful and you know maybe base some of my design decisions on that so um i, I kind of just went ahead and, and started doing doing some games that you know just popped into my head i think at that point i kind of went a bit odd and i started maybe i I'd prototyped sort of four or five games um and they you know, eventually, I think most of them got released. I think there's two that, that didn't, one or two that didn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, it was just sort of more of the same of think of an idea and start, start developing in it. If I enjoy it, sort of keep developing it. Did you focus mainly on the game development or did you have to start thinking about some of the marketing tactics for your games? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I was just uh, full steam ahead on development, really. Uh, I guess, I mean, I've always wanted PyI to have a few games. So my thoughts, it's probably, you know, I mean, that was a couple of years ago. Um, I think that they were more or less sort of, well, 
I could market. I could like try to learn how to market, but you know, I want a few games on the site to to make you know any marketing that I do do uh, worthwhile, uh, rather than just try to market one game or sure. two games. You know, just kind of wanted to to flesh this the site out a bit more. Uh, yeah. And what was the next game then after your first two? Um, okay, there was there was a quick uh, word game. I actually I started on ArcLight, which is a sort of 3D scrolling uh, breakout game, uh, which is actually an idea I had uh, when I was doing things on the 64 initially, like I'd finished a game that was a scrolling, simple 2D breakout game. Um, so, yeah, the idea was just to put that in uh, and make it, you know, look pretty, nice in 3D. Uh, and then sort of halfway through that, I started the, the, the Word game, which is Word Juice, which is just a quick game, really. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, I think I finished Art Light soon after Word Juice. And when you did that, did you do anything different in, in terms of releasing it? Or was there anything mm. that you had to do to um, promote it more? Well, at, at that point, I, I'd sort of built up uh, a few contacts at the portals. Um, so, you know, it was something like Art Light. Um, Whereas the other games, you know, occasionally I'd get someone from a portal sort of approach me and go, oh, hi, I've played Circulate, you know, oh, yeah. are you interested in putting it through the site? But by the time that Artlight was released, you know, I'd had a few of the, few of the portals, uh, contact. So it was, it was easier, uh, you know, just to, to contact the people that I knew there. And, you know, they're all a friendly bunch at, you know, oh, yeah. the, the ports like, uh, Big Fish and Reflexive Firewind. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, um, I probably started using, you know, uh, things like uh, Promosoft, is it? Or is oh, it yeah. Like, yeah, uh, exactly. the, yeah there's, I think there's one before that I was using at the time, which is Shareware Trackout. Um, so, yeah, just, just kind of doing uh, bog-standard things like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not very good at marketing. I still haven't even released a, a press release yet or anything like that. Uh, so I'm sort of kicking myself about it. It would have been good to get into that a bit earlier and maybe have, you know, a few interesting things to do press releases about and, and get the word out a bit more. Sure. And so maybe this year, maybe this year I'll do a, do a press release. Cool. When, when the portals contacted you, were they a little concerned that there were some 3d elements to these game to these games or were they perfectly fine with that? No, they were fine. I, I found uh, a lot of them are, are sort of, you know, the, the, the people behind the portals enjoyed the games and they could see that they were uh, original and may not do quite as well as, you know, uh, some more casual orientated, uh, casual designed games. But, uh, yeah, they were definitely willing to, to give the games a shot and, and put them on the sites, which was brilliant for me. You know, I mean, obviously when you, you start a site out, your traffic's fairly low. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, getting the games on the portals, you know, <clears throat> brings a, a few sales in, keeps you going. So... <clears throat> was there any question about whether you would be on a portal or because I know there's always this talk of you should just promote it on your own site, you know, not necessarily go through a portal. And were you thinking about that at any point? Uh, uh, not really. Um, I didn't really have any plans either way. Uh, I just uh, I got some emails from, from some people who worked at portals and, you know, had to look and thought, yeah, great, you know, um, I think, you know, the main idea behind, you know, doing the game is, is to get it out there, whether it's on uh, download sites uh, or portals or, you know, cover CDs or magazines or whatever. You, you just uh, try to do what you can to, 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 to spread them, get them out there and do the whole shareware thing. 
after Arclight, what were you thinking next? Haha, <laughs> well, it was probably just more of the same. Um, I can't actually remember the order right now. Sure. I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do some clicking um, to remind me. Sure. I don't know. Um, I see circulate. I see arc light. Then I see mirror mix-up, scavenger, pyrocubes, and dark side. So. It's probably roughly in the order. Oh, yes. Okay, great. Um, so we got uh, mirror mix-up was a fairly quick game. I think it was about three weeks. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to write, really. Um, you know, the engine w was, um, after doing the first four games, was, was fairly tuned to, to, to producing games. Um, a lot of the UI system, you know, it's, it's quite similar. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, from game to game. So there's a lot less work to do on that. Obviously, the first two games take longer. You've got to do things like your DRM and, and what have you. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a good game to, to, to finish up. Again, it was just a, a case of thinking of, uh, you know, jigsaw puzzle games and just thinking about the whole 3D element of, of flipping parts of a picture around. Uh, and it was just a case of, of make a quick prototype. And it initially didn't really work too well, but I found that when I put some black outlines around the correct pieces, it's kind of hard to describe in audio. It, it started working again. That inspired me to finish off the game. And then from from that point of view, from from then on, it was it was kind of like just um, yeah, um, doing some shoot 'em ups because uh, I really enjoyed doing art light with it, the explosions and what have you. Oh yeah. So Scavenger was um, again one of my first, uh, one of my favorite games on the sixty four was Thrust. So I just I love that whole mechanic of fighting against gravity and and using directional thrust um, to control the spaceship. So. That's uh, scavengers, just like my take on on that that genre, really. Did you find uh, did you find the shoot 'em up shoot 'em up to be more successful uh, compared to some of the puzzle stuff that you were doing? Uh, it, it's tricky, um, kind of similar, really. I think on my side, the, uh, so far, the the shoot 'em ups have probably done uh, slightly better than the puzzles, but I think I, I, I have tended to to put more into them. Yeah, uh, they've yeah. taken longer to do. They've got more levels and, and more elements. Uh, you tend to think of more things that you can add in there. Um, so maybe that's part of it. But um, yeah, I think on the portals, probably the, the, the more puzzly ones I've, I've done better overall, which I think you'd expect to some degree. Sure. And after Scavenger, well, when you were doing Scavenger, were there any other differences or nuances that you had to do to um, to make the game, since it was a little bit different than your other ones? Um, what you tend to do is, is you, you've still got that core engine there, and then I think for Scavenger, I wrote um, it was basically like a blocks-based um, map editor where you just uh, you know blatting pieces on. And you're having the editor sort of, you know, join the dots to some degree and make things automatically look prettier and join up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you find for for each game, you do need to sort of um, do like a, a fair chunk of work getting the editor in place for, for the, the the game specific stuff, uh, placing aliens and, and that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, it'd be nice to, to use... The technology that you know that that I developed for Scavenger on, on like a platform game or something, uh, so maybe in the future you know I, those bits will be reusable. Oh. But so far each game's fairly different, so yeah, they've, 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 
that sort of sections of the engine, they haven't really been reusable yet. Yeah, have you thought of releasing sequels to your games, mainly as a way to uh, get more games out? Um, not so far. I think the closest I've, I've come to that uh, could be one of the, the cheap games that I did. I've got, I've got three 1495 games in there, which, uh, you know, if someone buys a game on Pi, I sort of offer one of the, those games free. And so the idea was to, to get a few more of them. So uh, what I did was took Cubology, and originally it was just going to be an out-and-out arcade game based on Tetris. Uh, so I created Oddbox uh, over about a week, where it was just like a pure arcade game, right? and, and all the puzzle elements were were taken out. But then I got the blocks doing various different things, like they had little brains of their own. So it, it's, it was different enough, and and so that that's probably the closest to a straight, uh, you know, follow up game that I've done. Um, the, my my last game, Dark Side, is is called Art Light Two, in that it, it uses the same kind of. Um, universe if you like so yeah. it's got a lot of the same spaceships and things like that in there although the games are, are pretty much completely different they, they both uh, feature the same player spaceship so kind of a follow-up there but uh, it more saved graphical time rather than programming time what's been your what's been the game that's been the favorite of your visitors so far uh probably one of the first ones uh which was circulate um you know, maybe it's just because it's it's been on there the longest, uh, but it's it's um, you know it gets a it gets a lot of nice feedback. I think people appreciate that it's a little bit different. So you know, though it, it might be too different for a lot of people, I think you know the people that that do give it a little bit of time and get into the levels do do enjoy it. Uh, but for sure, the um, the shoot 'em ups um, get uh, get a lot of favourable feedback as well. You know, people if they like shoot 'em ups, you know, they oh, kind of yeah. like play. And they uh, they like to let you know, you know, oh, that bit was cool, and that sort of thing, which is good to hear. I also noticed that you have a newsletter section on your site. Um, sure. Has that, has that been very instrumental in helping you promote your games? Uh, to a certain degree, uh, the newsletter is great. Uh, unfortunately, I don't really use it as much as maybe I should. You know, I tend to, I just really release a newsletter when there's a new game available. Uh, rather than when there's a you know significant update to the games, uh, so I probably should send more out. <laughs> but um, it, it's certainly good to let people know that uh, you know there's a new game out, and there's a lot of people on there who sort of respond, oh, you know, there's a new game, and, and check the game out and send me feedback, because usually I sort of you know on, on the news I say you know check it out and send me some feedback. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, feedback's always good. Sure. And what's in store then for the future? Well, I'm hoping to actually take a slightly uh, different approach to the next few games, at least the games I'll do this year. Um, I mean, as I've said, I haven't really given much thought to uh, the design process with regards to the, to the market that's out there. Um, so I've been tending to think of an idea and just develop it and, and just, you know, fingers crossed, hope for the best at the end. So, yeah, this year I'm, I'm, I am probably going to take a small pause and just play a load of games and hoping to develop a slightly lighter art style i mean so far most of the games are, are, are quite dark oh yeah or you know they're 3d and they're, they're too complicated uh so yeah just hoping to kind of lighten up the, in the next few games um and and maybe make them a little bit more casual friendly 
Um, so, you know, not, not to say I do lots of, you know, the old match threes and what have you, oh, yeah. but I've still, still got a couple of, couple of ideas that I think would kind of possibly do well as a casual game. But yeah, certainly just trying to uh, develop a new lighter art style and, and make the games more accessible. Uh, for example, uh, the mouse control, all the games are mouse based, uh, but I think they all use at least both buttons and a couple of games use uh, the, the middle mouse button oh, as, yeah. a, as an extra control. And I think two of them, you know, you can start using the keyboard with them, but um, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, design some things that, you know, fairly pick up in playing single mouse button and just, yeah, see how it goes kind of thing. What has your game design process been like when you first started doing these games compared to now? Um, hmm. Probably a little bit more thought going on now uh, than there was uh, a little bit more documentation. Uh, so as before, you know, it's just a few ideas on a scrap of paper. I think it it has grown. I have put more ideas down in a document. Um, but I must admit, you know, I'm I'm not that organized in the document time kind of just sits there after after about a month into the game and uh because it's just me doing the games you know the, you don't really need to update the doc that much because oh, yeah. it's all pretty much in your head anyway you know you don't have to sit down and show somebody what's going on um you know they, they don't have to have something to follow because yeah it's just just you doing it um uh, but yeah hope, hopefully i'll uh for the future games put a little bit more effort into it and you know, maybe even run ideas past people, you know, friends and family and that sort of thing, which is something I've I've never done before, just to see how they react to things. Since uh, the Dexterity Forum started, you know, there was initially that focus on puzzle games. I mean, have you thought of doing any online game or some of these, like, or some of the games in Flash or some of these, like, new and emerging social games? Uh, I think at this stage it would probably take me a little bit too long to get into. Um, you know, the, the, the engine's fairly uh, advanced now, for, for, so it's, I'm pretty much 90% of the time just making the game uh, rather than dealing with technology. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably try milk that a bit before having to go on to other things. But, you know, I'm hoping the download market, it looks fairly strong, and I think it's uh, it's got a good few years in it. Um so maybe Flash would be good at some point, but uh, I, I don't know. It'd be maybe, you know, two years in the future if I'm looking for something new to do. Now that you do have a robust engine, I mean, are you able to create a game in like less than a month or does it still take you a while? Um, well, Dark Side was probably one of my longest games. Um, I mean, I was kind of working on, on it on and off. Um, okay. It was just... There's quite a few bits in there, but um, as far as the engine's concerned, I think Gridlines uh, was was crazy. I think it was done in four days, um, and there wasn't, you know, that much there to do with the game at all. It was just kind of knock the graphics up, uh, get the gameplay going. I mean, it's a very simple game. It's just a board game, but yeah, cer- certainly from a from a technical point of view, it's uh, it's all there and um, ready to go. What are your favorite indie games? Haha. <laughs> well, I really, I must admit, don't play that many, uh, which is really bad because I should. Um, and it's certainly something I'm, I'm hoping to rectify this year. Uh, like I say, you know, I, I just need to play a load and see what's out there and get more of a feel of, you know, 
what's going on and who's doing what and you know what's selling what is in um i've certainly you know played played a lot over the years and and you know there's so much good stuff out there um but yeah i think at the moment most of my gameplay time is spent on like the original half-life and counter-strike you know which is like oh, right. 10 oh, cool. yeah um <laughs> yeah i got kind of addicted to those games the last uh retail place that i worked um we were all sort of playing playing these games online at lunch times and stuff and good fun <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, just you know, there's always something that comes out, uh, and you you know, you can download it and give it a quick go. And you think, wow, that's that's really nice. Like Chocolate Castle was one recently. I've just been playing with the editor a couple of days ago, and it's just uh, got such a nice feel to it, you know. Um, and then you know, playing some casual games, obviously, you know, when, when something like uh, the, the Mystery Case Files games come out. You know, and I think I played through the, the entire hour on that. It's just kind of really addictive. Are there any uh, other AAA games that you like to play? Um, no, that's it. I mean, I've got a PlayStation 2, so occasionally we, we, we get some games. Uh, like uh, my wife and I like to play through uh, the Resident Evil games and Silent Hill, so <laughs> not very casual at all, really. <laughs> um, kind of like zombies and everything. Uh, but uh, I must admit, I, I don't play a huge amount of PlayStation 2 these days. And I really what, must uh, upgrade and get a Wii or something at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you see the uh, future of indie gaming going? Um, you know, in terms of your games or even in terms of where you feel indie games are going to go in general? Well, I just, I just hope they, they carry on as is and continue to grow. I mean, something I've noticed over you know the three or four years that I've I've been... Uh, looking at it is is just it's amazing how many games are released now, uh, and I'm sure you know before I got into it, uh, you know, when you compare the numbers of now to eight years ago, it's just amazing. You know, there's maybe what, five seven games a week released easily, probably more. Um, but yeah, ho hopefully you know the market will continue to grow, um, and and there'll still be a market place out there. Hopefully the, the portals will continue to, you know, have a look and release games that are, you know, maybe slightly stranger and give them a shot still, give them a space. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess things are more tricky than they now, you know, to make a living than they were, you know, maybe eight years ago or so. But yeah, I must, I must admit, I wasn't really around eight years ago, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and do you have any last words for indie game developers out there? Uh, keep at it. I mean, you know, if you if you're on your first game, just try keep it simple. Uh, keep it to something that you know you know you're gonna finish and, and enjoy finishing. Uh, it's it's really tricky to finish a game. I think the first two kind of indie games I tried were kind of like uh, publisher demos for for retail games or what I'd hope would turn into retail games. And so I think the first one of those I spent three years on, uh, you know, not earning anything and. You know, I, I kind of missed the technology. I was sort of designing it for PlayStation, but, you know, time was halfway through, you know, PlayStation 2 was on the horizon. So keep 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 it to something that you can finish and, and enjoy. And, uh, yeah, just have fun with it. Great. Um, you know, do you, do you miss... You mentioned that you were developing stuff for consoles. Hmm. Um, and um, do, you, do you have any preference, then, for developing for PC versus console? Uh, I think um, I'm definitely enjoying what I'm doing now better than than you know what I was doing in the retail side of things when I decided to kind of 
leave, <laughs> which I guess would yeah. make sense. Uh, you know, I mean, originally doing Amiga games when I first started working, uh, it was just me and an artist. You'd design it together. You'd do the sound effects together. The musician would come at the end. And it was just, you know, six-month projects. You'd get them out and have a lot of fun with it. But, uh, you know, I was there when, you know, things are just sort of building up. And uh, I think the last game, you know, had 20 people working on it. <laughs> Uh, and then you're at the, you know, you're at the, the beck and call of, of the, the publisher and the publishers get into difficulty. The game just, you know, they decide to can your game. I've had two games can. So from that respect, no, I, you know, I prefer the indie style, I think, the indie life. And as a platform, you prefer the PC over the console stuff, just mainly because it's uh, more accessible yeah. or? Uh, exactly. I mean, for me, uh, you know, it'd be, it might be nice to do uh, live arcade and, and Wii and what have you, but uh, for me and where I'm at now, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be PC, really. Um, it's a really nice platform. You know, there's so many tools out there that will help you get along. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really nice platform to work on. DirectX, you know, anything from DirectX 8.1 upwards, it's fairly easy to, you know, get stuff flying around you know even 3d to a certain degree is, is made easier by something like DirectX 8 or onwards um so yeah nice great. platform recommend it great uh we're talking with george from PyI games uh thanks again for your time thank you no it's been a pleasure great take care bye and you thank you bye-bye yeah.